0: Hiring is hard. Express employment professionals, make it easy. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, being ghosted and interviewing unqualified applicants. Is your calendar filling up with weddings and invites? Are you trying to figure out the perfect outfit and gift for each of the events? Well, then head over to Macy's.com and check off your to-do list at Macy's. They've got the latest spring dresses, shoes, jewelry, clutches, so you can pull together a look for any dress code. Plus, they have incredible cookware, home decor, and bedding that would make the perfect gift. Check out Macy's Wedding Shop to help you get celebration ready at Macy's.com slash wedding shop.
2: Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast.
0: Hey guys, welcome to Wind Down. It's just so happened, we just so happened to have uh, Mark here with us. Of course, Easton and Catherine and Riley, everyone's on. Um, <laughs> Hello. Hey guys, how you guys doing?
3: Great, really good. Thank you. I just got news that my daughter passed her driver's test that she has a permit, her learning permit. It took her three times that she was very stressed out.
0: Oh, Aww. third time's a charm. <laughs>
3: third time's a charm.
0: Did she fail the test or the driving?
3: This is just the, the written test to get your permit.
0: Okay. So I failed that too, a
4: couple times.
3: Yeah, a lot of people, <laughs> yeah. That's what I hear from a lot of people, but she's 15 and a half, you know.
0: So those, I was never a good test taker because I'd be like, well, technically, if, cause I always look at the other side of things, like right. <laughs> devil's advocate, so. devil's advocate. if, if this was, it's like, it's like, well, it could be that. And it could be that, you know? So I always, and I always got so confused. I hated mm-hmm. taking tests, which is then why, you know, teacher's pet here. I was like, can I do an extra credit project? Oh, <laughs> and they're like, I sure, think just to get that. you this class.
3: Some people look down on the teachers' pet element of school. I think it's key. Honestly, I got I way smart. better grades than I deserved because I became very friendly with the teachers.
0: One thousand percent. I mean, I barely graduated high school,
1: <laughs> but
0: I think it prepares you for real life. Let's just be honest. Yeah, it's just only smart. I mean, I tried. Like my math teacher was like, "I see you trying so hard that I'm going to just give you like I think I a G that was for your credit. Story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to like pass you because like. I know you're never going to be good at math. I mean, you're you're not going to college. So I was like, yep.
3: We were in Hawaii over Christmas, and my daughter, uh, we're a group of 10, and some wanted to go to Pearl Harbor, and some had no interest in going to Pearl Harbor. And my daughter's like, oh, I'm going to Pearl Harbor because it's really going to impress my history teacher because we're studying World War II right now. I'm like, that's it. That is the right mindset. Do whatever you can to get on your teacher's good side.
0: 1,000%. How was that? I remember you had a little family...
3: There were some squabbles along the way, okay. and uh, it turned out great. We had a great. wonderful time, and everybody everybody no complaints whatsoever. It was wonderful.
0: Great, Good. that's awesome. Yeah, that's lovely. You look very <laughs> nice, by the way. Your face looks there. Did you get it? Like you looking you at a facial, a little tan? <laughs> you know, you know, the- <laughs> Zoom
3: has a little feature in there that you can uh, you, you jack it what? all the way up, and it makes you look better. Stop! No, it does yeah. not. It does. I mine's cranked.
0: How did we not know? How did? Yeah, I was like, because you look real nice right now in that California glow. Thank you glow. very
3: much. That is called touch up my appearance, and mine is at one hundred percent.
0: Oh appearance. my god! Why have I not known that?
3: I'm gonna have to find that.
0: <laughs> touch up my. Funny. I do not see that anywhere. I don't either. Okay. Well, we'll but thank you. Later.
3: That's still nice of you to say. Thank
0: you. <laughs> of course. So how are you guys doing? Yeah, <laughs> okay. Well, let's get
3: into it. All right. So enough. <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> so we had our revelation this week everybody's talking about it let's talk about it
0: I have no idea what you're talking about
3: well there was some um, post this week in the media oh, right. about you right. having a new man in your life uh, the name Ian has been out there I don't think I'm breaking any news here uh, he uh, is a fitness
0: instructor I He's believe not that was <laughs> okay, that's fitness. well he sure looks <laughs> okay. like
3: it I mean he he, the, the description works. It does He's clearly work. ripped.
0: He's got a great a great body, yes.
3: <laughs> but he's not a fitness instructor.
0: No, he's does not.
3: Does he own shirts? Because I haven't seen him in <laughs> one yet.
0: That's like the big topic. Does he ever wear shirts? Listen, that has probably been the funniest thing that I've... Uh, in my DMs because it's like half the people are like, does he own shirts? The other half of people are like, oh, yeah, keep it off. Like his Mm -hmm. shirt, like he looks amazing. And then we were going to do a challenge on TikTok. And someone was like, challenge your boyfriend to not wear a shirt for 24 or to, Or to 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 wear a shirt for 24 hours. And I was like, there's no way you wouldn't be able to do it. You wouldn't be able to wear one for 24 hours. I mean, he, I mean, you know, he because well, he, he works out, and you know, he takes a shirt off, and then he just—that's oh, true. Yeah, and in people, his defense, he's like, "Jana, you keep the house at like seventy-five oh, degrees." No. I mean, I would take so? my shirt off too if I could in your house. <laughs> well, why? So if hot. I
5: looked
3: like that, I would never wear a shirt. Why? I'm a guy Thank who wears a shirt know, at clearly. the beach. Like, I'm not happy with anything that's going on here. If I look like that guy, I'd never wear a shirt.
0: I I know well, that's it's kind fair. of why. Like, I'm like, you know, I'm I don't I don't hate it. East well, I'm sure uh, you here don't. in <laughs>
4: My favorite thing about it is that it, like Janice's stories, it's like snowing so heavily outside and then cut to the man not wearing a shirt. And I was like, Literally. I love it. I love it. I think
0: what's so funny too, is like when I was, I was talking to Catherine and I was like, okay, you know, it's starting to, people are starting to catch on the man in the reflection <laughs> and, and, and I was just trying to keep it a little bit more because I honestly didn't know. And not that I didn't know that I didn't like him, but, um, and that we were dating, but I just, it's scary. I, it's scary to put it out there. And so I was just trying to keep it close. And, um, but I was trying to figure out what photos to put for the infeed. And I was like, Catherine, everyone I've selected, he does not he have, have a shirt, shirt on. on so I'm like, I have to add some. That oh, is that why you changed yes. to different ones? I wonder. <laughs> yeah. Because
1: he had a shirt on.
0: So I was like, Ian, I'm going to need you to start wearing a shirt, buddy. <laughs> like, just for a few photos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: So oh, what can we know it. more about this situation? Like we know, so what can we know what he does do? Is that allowed?
0: Yeah. So he, um, he is in private, private equity.
5: Oh. Um. Okay.
0: So he is a, he's a former Navy SEAL, Um. but he's actually in the Navy SEAL reserve right now. So he still has to go to Virginia or um, I believe it's San Diego to, you know, every so often to, um cause he's still, he's still a part of the Navy SEALs, but he's in the reserve. So if a war Went off. Um, you know, he said we would discuss because he would probably want to go back and, um, wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah so he was he's been a Navy SEAL for a long time um but he, now he works um with another one of his Navy SEAL buddies in private equity so I guess that they buy companies and sell them or something like that I just, like totally I like
2: don't like
3: it seems like a better tax bracket than fitness instructors so I like the sound of that <laughs> I, I,
4: like I do the like the that. idea that he could, he could be like in a meeting reviewing someone's portfolio and then just get the call and he has to like put on a parachute pack and, like, <laughs> and pick up his gun for, like That's go so into true. active combat
0: yeah I mean yeah I mean he's and then he's also also, um, he's uh, he's an, he's a really big into CrossFit too. So he's actually um, training for the uh, CrossFit um, Games or Open or whatever. So he does that as well.
3: I'm starting to feel a little insecure now. Now we're getting into a weird area now. Uh, why? Like a, he's a superhero for God's sake. <laughs> That's
0: how all men
1: feel, all the men feel.
0: It's, I mean, it's he's fair. yeah. I mean, he's he's pretty. Um, what is it? My husband always says he always says him, something. That, a what? lot of people call him Captain America. Like his he friend. calls him he's Rambo like, oh, or something. Rambo. Oh yeah, Rambo. Like, And he can hold his breath for like. Oh yeah, he can hold his breath for like four and a half minutes or something he's crazy like, like, like always that. Talking about yeah. Because like in the seals, like it's I guess I go. Do you realize that your girlfriend has to plug her nose like when she goes <laughs> into water? Like how does that make you feel that when I jump in water, I'm plugging, <laughs> I'm literally plugging my nose, and yet you can go down there for four and a half something minutes and hold your it's breath pretty but, crazy. I wow i mean because have you ever seen like what seals have to do to train no oh no. my god it's like i mean people die training to be a seal because it's like the most like badass mm-hmm. like training and i mean they don't was it not i mean i think he's downstairs i can also i can grab him but mm. <laughs> don't, open <laughs> that don't open that <laughs> can of
1: worms
4: <laughs> um but J- just for our own confidence, can you please tell us he has like horrible breath? Yeah, and he I like, need and something I'm, like, okay. he has like a micro penis or something. <laughs> <right> <laughs> <then>. <laughs> there's gotta be something no,
0: but in the very beginning with the girl like my girls when i met him i was like okay he's handsome he's got a body to die for like he's his freaking navy seal he's in private equity like he's charming he's nice he's like kind he's got a daughter he's a you know he's a dad and i'm like he's got a small i I bet you he has a small penis that's it that was our bad Like something has to be wrong with him like he has to have a small, and it's, I, I, will, I will say it's very nice. <laughs> so. Okay. Right. All
5: right,
0: fine. Oh, okay, moving <laughs> on. So what is
3: something though? What does he do? Does this guy be something that's annoying or smells bad? I mean, bad?
0: here's the thing. Like, I mean, so I met him in October. Huh. Um So he's friends with Andrew East, uh, Sean Johnson's husband. Mm-hmm so they work out together. Um, they do like this data days or whatever on Saturdays. And so when I, I went to the, 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 I wasn't actually supposed to be there and he wasn't, he didn't have his daughter that weekend, but, um, his, his ex let him, you know, have it for the party. And so, um, I, I go to the party and I see, you know, this guy in an orange shirt and I was like, Oh man, he is cute. Um, but obviously he's probably married and you know, I don't really pay like much attention to it, but, um, long story short, Andrew came over to me and was like, Hey, there's a guy here. I want you to meet. And I'm like, we're at a two-year-old kid's party. Like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, no, please don't try and set me up right now. Um, and he's like, no, seriously, he's a really good dude. Navy SEAL, like, um, and he's like, he's the, the guy in the orange shirt. And I was like, shut up. I've been staring at him like this entire time. Um, and then, you know, we ended up meeting and that's how we met. And then we just, you know, talked and, um, and yeah, kind of the rest is history.
3: Okay. So. Well, you were, you were, you are going to tell us something negative about him. You said you met Oh, August.
0: oh well, no, October. Um, October, sorry. I, this, honestly, like, how do I say this? It's been so nice not to have anything that's like, I've never started like, cause you know, like when I started with my ex two weeks in, he cheated. So with this, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't have anything that I can say, like this bothers me or yeah. I mean, does he it's, like clip we, his nails in front of oh, you? Oh, I will or? say, okay. Okay. So, okay. okay there is one thing that he does. Okay. <laughs> okay Mark's like, please <laughs> give me something um, when he eats, he, he he puts his teeth like on the top of his fork and I can hear the sound of it. Oh, that's annoying. Great. That's no, what I needed. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. That's a good yeah. Yeah. I can work with that. We'll take yeah. that. And then he kind of eats like he's like a mountain man. So I'm like, <laughs> do we close our mouth? Or like do it What, <laughs> good, good, what do we good. do? I like that. Though. So now like every <laughs> time, so we were eating dinner last night and he like did it and he goes, oh, I'm sorry. I heard that one. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we all we yeah. all
3: need to be trained yeah <laughs> even a navy seal even
0: Ian. <laughs> and because he was kind of like you know i saw him like he had all the meat he was making dinner and he had all the, all the meat on the table and i was like hey babe like next time do you mind putting that on because it's like the, the chicken stuff is kind of grossing me out and he's like oh, i'm sorry he's like because he's so used to he's like i eat dirt and i'm used to just preparing mm-hmm. however it you know so um, yeah,
4: he's roasting like a brontosaurus rib over an open flame. Yeah, like, in the
0: the, <laughs> not worried right about the front. chicken
1: yeah. infecting the. Yeah,
0: but um, I feel you know we'll get him on maybe one day. Um, he he's 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 a very he doesn't like to be like in the spotlight. You know, like he's which I love. Yeah, yeah. And he's a normal dude. That's a big plus.
3: I think yeah, it is a huge yeah. plus. Yeah.
0: And he just is kind of like you do your thing. I mean, yeah, he's doing you know the the CrossFit stuff, but he's just you know he just so enjoys it. And I just. I want to support him however I can. But I think what the coolest thing about him is like, he's, we just have a lot of fun together. And he pushes me to, to um, you know, to uh, just stretch my limits on things. And where I'm scared, like he kind of pushes me. And then where he, you know, where he falls short in some areas, like I kind of push him to. So I just feel like it's just like a really good, it just feels really nice. And um, I will say, I definitely have tried to, to push him away a few times, uh, just because I'm scared of it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I, uh, it, it's, I've, I've kind of been like, uh, what's her face and how to lose a guy in 10 days. Like I've, ha- <laughs> I've, I've, I've tried to how to lose a guy in 10 days just because it's just, I'm scared and I'm, I'm scared of, and I was scared to post because I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want, you know, the same history to repeat itself. I don't, You know, and, and, but, you know, Catherine says, this is dating and you don't know the end results, but are you happy? Yes. You know, do you, and, um, from what I see, you know, he's a honest man and, but I, yeah, I just get so scared. And there's, there came a point, I don't know, it was like a month ago and he goes, why are you trying to push me away? And I was like, no, I'm not. And he's like, (laughs) (laughs) you are, you are actively trying to push me away. And I don't, he's like, Why? And I just started just bawling. And I was just mm-hmm. like, because you're just going to leave and you're, you're going to cheat or you're going to lie. And 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 he just, and, and, I, and then, you know, I have to apologize and say, I'm sorry, that's just my own fears and it's my own stuff. And you've done nothing for me to think that. I was like, but it's just, um, it's just scary and I'm scared. And I, and, and, you know, the amount of times he's had, he's had to like, literally like look me in the face and go, I am not going anywhere. I'm not going to hurt you. And it's like, I hear it, but then I'm like, I, I've heard those things before. And so I'm scared of that
5: Mm -hmm. because
0: it never was followed through last time. So of course you're going to let me down. Of course you're going to hurt me because that's what happens with every Mm -hmm. serious relationship in my life from my father to my ex-husband.
3: So what can you do to reverse this um, cycle? Because can you just can you kind of get in the mindset of one day at a time? Well, and that's what's that possible. Yeah,
0: and that's what I'm that's what I'm having to do now. Where it's like you know I'm talking to my therapist about it and my friends and just going, okay, he's not my ex. I cannot put him in the same category as my ex. I have to look at his actions and how he's being with me. And but I mean yeah, I have tested him probably to the limits with you know my traumas and triggers, but then I I have to go back and go, I'm sorry, that was my stuff. And I, I feel really bad. And, you know, my therapist is even like, you know, he's, he's shown that like, he's not going anywhere, but at the same time, you know, you gotta, you can't keep doing this pattern. So it's like, yeah, I think it's just, he said to me the other day, we went on a run and he looked at me and he goes, one day you're going to know that you can, you know, trust me and that I'm not going to hurt you. He's like, cause I promise you, he's like, I, he's like, you know, he said all this sweet stuff and, and it was beautiful to hear. And it was so sweet, but he was just like, he kind of just like, you know, hugged me and was just like, I will not hurt you. And it's just like, I just started crying. Cause it's like, he's in, it's just, I just feel like very understood in that, in those moments when he does that for me.
3: Right. Cause he understands the
0: pain. It's so hard to believe, but I'm like, okay, like today you're right. Tomorrow. Yeah. I, I hope so too. He's like, if you don't believe me today, believe me tomorrow. If you don't believe me tomorrow, believe me the next day. If you don't believe me the next day, believe me the next day. Well, and all he can do is show you. It's good. You know? Yeah. Saying
1: it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. All he can do is show you. And he's showing you.
0: So yeah. let him. And I have to realize that there's people that, you know, are not like my ex. So. Yeah, for sure. And that I deserve it. And that's my therapist. She's like, you deserve to be happy. And yes, I'm like, okay. Know. And you deserve to be treated good. I'm like, but do I? Oh, God. <laughs> I know. <gasps>
3: Catherine, are are we at all concerned about going so wide with this uh, three months after meeting?
1: I'm not. I I I feel like
3: that's a lot of pressure on a relationship to be on Us Weekly and people and all these other things. I do too,
1: but I think it doesn't matter. I think if she does it next year or five years from now or last week or whatever, everyone's going to have something negative to say.
3: It's not moving too fast.
1: I, I don't think it's moving. It's not like they're just dating. Right. What is moving too fast? When you got divorced, what, April? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, well, how that's long were when... we over Right, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, my point is, why is there a certain timeline? Why right. is there a certain, and they're just dating. They're not married.
0: They're not engaged, you right. know?
3: Right, guess, I guess the publicity puts pressure on it, I feel like. It labels it as something maybe more than it is. So
0: I think the only, the, the one thing that the publicity does for me is the, if it doesn't work out, it's just another failed thing. And that puts on, um... I'll feel disappointment, but at the Mm -hmm. same time, this is dating, right? Like, just like with, you know, the whole Jay thing, like this is, you know, I have to date to see who my person is and who I want to, and it's like, if, if there's something that comes up, I'm not going to stay with him because Us Weekly wrote an article about us. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stay with him because, you know, I like him and I care about him and, you know, we're, we're together. No, I'm not going to stay with him because I'm like, oh, I don't want, you know, to be embarrassed again. or
1: Yeah. And I think that if you're the kind of person that doesn't share as much as you do, yeah, maybe keep it to yourself. But like you love to share stuff. You love to show your life. You love. And I think that it's hard for you to not share him. So I think it's, I think it's you do what feels good to you. You don't worry about what people say and you just do you. I understand that if y'all were to not work out, that that's going to be hard, but you're dating and that's part of dating and people don't have to know why you broke up. If you do break up, Mm -hmm. you don't have to show, you know, it's just, it's just, you have to be able to live your life. Us Weekly is going to email me every day asking for something about it. You have to live your life. Mm-hmm. Just, does it freak him
3: out? Because this isn't his world. So does it freak him out that his face is everywhere and all that, all that um, stuff?
0: I think the only thing was like his daughter. Like I didn't like the fact they used a picture of his daughter yeah. um, mm-hmm. just because that's, you know, they, they didn't ask for that. But at the same time, he was just like, you know, I don't, he's like, I don't care about it. He's like, do you want me to delete Instagram? And I was like, no, like, don't delete your Instagram, like, you know, live your, like, we're just living our lives. And I'm, I'm basically showing people that you can find happiness after mm-hmm. pain. Mm-hmm. And if that's the message, if that's all that this relationship is going to show, um, which I hope it, I hope not. I mean, I, I who knows? I, I don't know. But at the same time, I want people to see that there is light after darkness. And, you know, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to share and again, I don't know what tomorrow holds. I don't know what the next day. I don't know what, if and when we're going to break up, but I don't want to, I just want to enjoy the moment that we're in and then go from there. But you, and you don't want to live life like that. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think that that's a healthy place to be.
1: Well, let me just hold on to this because of what's going to happen or what may happen or Mm -hmm. what, like, I just don't feel like it's healthy for you. Mm -hmm. I think that that keeps you in this place of, but what if he hurts me? But what if he cheats on me? And that doesn't allow you to live day to day. Mm -hmm. You're still living in this future of what if he hurts me? What if I have to have an Us Weekly article about us breaking up? Like that doesn't allow you to just enjoy your life and Mm -hmm. live day by day. Mm
3: -hmm. Have you met each other's children? Yes. How'd that go?
0: Um, Fantastic.
3: That's a big step.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it was one of those things where we, because that's important too, if we're dating and our kids don't get along or, you know, um, how we parent kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's going to be, does that work for me? Does that work for us? Like, how does that look? And I think to go to that next level of a relationship too, I think that's something that need you need to see and um you know we we kind of let them because they technically met the day at that birthday party right because i oh, met because right. mm-hmm. i met his daughter there i was like oh hi it's my daughter mm-hmm. you know so technically they had already met so we just did right. it as like hey do you want to have a play date today um uh, mommy's friend that you met um at that thing is going to come over um and so that's how we kind of organically uh did that that so, works how yeah. old is his daughter five So same age as Jolie and yeah. And they just get along great. And, um, she's a sweetheart. So, yeah. So, I mean, but I mean, I'm sure there'll be challenges along the way with that and co-parenting and the schedules. I mean, our, our holidays are completely flopped. So, you know, Mm. there's, there's times when I'm like, you know, I, I, I I don't, it's hard for me to be here when I'm not with my kids, but we're here with your kids. So it's like, I I need, you know, so it's just like kind of and, and vice versa. So it's just kind of figuring that out and um, but he is someone, he's the first person post-divorce that I have wanted to be in a, re- a real relationship with.
3: I mean, it all seems good. Uh, honestly, it seems wonderful. Mm. Oh, and he, like, he used
0: to be a soccer player too, Mark. So I mean, it's everything looked, you asked I for. A, non, a non-celebrity <laughs> soccer player, you know, like
3: I, normal, paper, normal I, guy. I, honestly, if you put your dream man down on paper, I think it'd be very similar to this guy.
0: Agreed. I
1: hundred percent. I know. A
3: lot of boxes checked
1: here. Mm -hmm. I know. Even your boxes, Mark. I mean, she made sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what is Mark's boxes? I know. So we'll see. So I'm not like, we're not putting pressure on it. We're not like, we're just, we're having fun. He, um, you know, he, he's pushing me in areas that, you know, I, I feel like I hold myself back and um, I just, um, it feels really nice to laugh and just be happy again. So however that is, it's, I will say this, and if this does not work out, I've already survived one of the hardest things and one of the worst things I've ever, and hopefully will ever have to go through Mm -hmm. that any breakup moving on is not going to kill me because if my divorce didn't kill me, this will not kill me. So
3: and he's on he the show that. next week, I think. We got him booked. I think he's ready to what? go next one week from today. I th- is that what Ooh, we decided? Can we drill
0: him on next week's episode? Oh, that would God. be fun. Okay, talk about moving fast. Already having him on the podcast. Come on. All right, all right, you're right. That's a little Come fast. Come on. But it be, could be fun. Uh, oh, Lord. I'll uh, well, have a
3: lot of questions for him.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Lord, I don't know a if good, I'm ready uh, for that. That seems a little good, fast. Good yeah, Healy on wait, wait.
3: here. It's going to be a big, big day. Big day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, so good! Oh my god, you guys like you 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 therapists bomb us on <laughs> all summer. I'm like, this is not Jana and Mike podcast anymore. Okay, we're not doing that. <laughs> Oh Yet. Lord, no, Yet. no, I'm not ever, I'm not ever going back to that. I'm not going to overshare it like that. because well, I, there's not yeah. going
3: to be anything to talk about. It's just going to be happy and, and good times. Yeah, and like this, your, your yeah. teeth, exactly. your
0: teeth annoy me when you hit the the, the fork. It's like not like Like we're trying versus, to come up with something. Yeah. <laughs> just to make the men in the room feel better about themselves. And did it's I mention sign. he, you know, he, he does my laundry and, you know, and it's real cooks, sweet. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah
4: does he do it well does he separate the lights from the darks and he, the, the right other stuff? day
0: I was like stressed out but he was by the way it's like all the you know it, the laundry like is it's done I was like oh my god thank you what does he separate
1: wow. out the colors and that because you don't I don't ever so I don't care
0: no. <laughs> <gasps> oh, oh man funny. but yeah anyways he's a, he's a sweetheart and so to the people out there that are having a hard time, just know that you, the, you, there is there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And if if you go to another tunnel and you see light, it's okay if it goes to darkness again. It's all going okay. You
1: can be happy and heal at the same time. I think that's important for people to mm-hmm. realize Ooh, here, that's, too. That's yeah. really
3: good. That's good, it's, Catherine. It's really Very important
1: because I feel like people are like, don't understand that, you know? So just remember, you can be happy,
0: but still be healing. Well, and that's what I told him, too. Like, I was like, you don't want to be with me. And he's like, yes, I do. I was like, no, you don't. I was like, I got a lot of work still to do. And he goes, then I'll I'll help you along the way. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, there oh, is a ahead. light
3: at the end of the tunnel and he is ripped.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so just keep your shirt off there, oh. Ian. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, we have an amazing guest coming on.
1: Oh, yeah.
3: I forgot we have a guest coming on. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> and, um... You know, I'm with all of this, like, like I said, I've got a lot of healing work to do. I'm still dealing with co-parenting with my ex and it hasn't been easy. Um, And, you know, there are things that I still have, you know, um, things that hurt and it's hard and um, trying to balance the two has been very tough because, like I said, I still have a lot of healing work to do. And so that's where I fight a lot. Of That's where I mm-hmm. fight like pushing him away. Cause I'm like, I can't do this. I've had too much. And if, well, if my ex hates me then you're going to hate me and like, so just, I'm just going to be alone. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> so, um, you know, so I just, I, I know that I still have a lot of work to do and it is, it's very hard. And, uh, but I do follow this, um, amazing, uh, woman, uh, she does the betrayal trauma recovery, uh, Instagram, and she does the videos for them, Jane. And so we're going to have her on and, you know, just walk through, you know, the the life of a narcissist and gaslighting and uh, uh, abuse. I'm excited. Shock tour. Here she comes. It's spring break time. And I know I can't wait for the week off from school and the kids' busy schedules. I think actually we're going to have a chill spring break, but we're going to be outside lots. And if you're hitting the beach though, retreating lakeside or lounging at the pool, then get everything you need for your vacation at Macy's. Every day, Express recruits and screens workers in your area, so when it's time to hire, they have the talent you need ready to work. With more than 40 years in the staffing business, Express helps thousands of companies find great team players each year, and they can help you too. Just go to expresspros.com. Each Express Employment Professional's location is locally owned and operated, backed by the support and stability of an international headquarters. And with more than 860 franchise locations, there's sure to be an express office near you. Listen, you know hiring is stressful. So go to expresspros.com to find the location near you. At the beginning of the year, when everyone's thinking about New Year's resolutions, there's always so many competing claims, tips, and tricks about what and how to eat. It can feel noisy and overwhelming. Well, this year, Kind Snacks is inviting you to shut out the noise and leave behind diet and wellness fads that are no longer serving you. Instead, grab a Kind Bar, a nutritious and delicious way to eat more of the real whole recommended foods that we're not eating enough of, like nuts and whole grains. My favorite is dark chocolate nuts and sea salt, and I take it with me anywhere I go. It's my favorite go-to snack. The first ingredient in every Kind Nut Bar is nutrient-dense whole nuts, and they're gluten-free. With Kind Bars, you don't have to choose between nutritious and delicious. Get great flavors everyone will love, including caramel, almond, and sea salt, and peanut butter dark chocolate. Make 2024 the year of Kind with delicious nutrition you can feel good about every day. Shut out the noise, trust your taste buds and shop Kind Bars at Amazon today.
2: Hey guys, it's Ben and Ashley from the Almost Famous Podcast.
0: It's that time of year
2: where drama fills the air. The Bachelor is back with an
3: all new season premiering January 3rd.
2: There's a new host, Jesse Palmer
3: and a brand new Bachelor, Clayton Eckard.
2: Clayton is a Midwest boy that has that great smile, nice teeth, and he's really tall. Ash, let's call it what it is. He's a beefcake. Okay, well, Clayton seems to be a good guy though, and he can't wait to find love, get married, and have kids. And he believes more than anything that his future wife is on this show.
5: It sounds like a fairy tale,
3: but also a bit of an emotional roller coaster because Clayton tells three different
4: women he's falling in love with him.
2: Technically, he told one. I couldn't be more sure that I'm falling in love with you. And another one, I'm falling in love with you. And the third one, I am in love with you.
3: You don't miss a thing.
2: It's from years of overanalyzing everything that guys say. But his heart is in the right place. Sure. But other parts of him, not so much. (laughs) As we find out when he admits to two different women that he was intimate with, both of them. Yeah, I don't think it's going to go over well. We'll be breaking down it all on
3: the Almost Famous podcast.
2: Ben is married now. Well, and Ashley's a mom. Will it change our opinions of what we think is acceptable single behavior?
3: Ooh, good question.
2: Listen to Almost Famous on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts,
0: or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. So we're going to bring in Jane. She is, um, she's incredible. She's uh, a part of the betrayal trauma recovery podcast. And then she also does the, um, the Instagram. I don't know. Do you watch middle cat? Mm-mm. You need to there's it's there's so it's so good. Um, so let's bring Jane in right now. Hi. Hi. You know, why? um, I, well, I watch you every day. That probably sounds really creepy.
1: <laughs> Not <laughs> Not like, no, I'm
0: like, no, it sounds really creepy, but also like, doesn't she look like our therapist? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, oh, that's, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah, you look so much like our we we have a um we don't go together. We don't do couples therapy, <laughs> do but, do but couples therapy. I mean, sometimes best friends need couples therapy, <laughs> but we we don't, but um you look so much like my therapist that there's some sort of like I mean, obviously I go to, you know, your podcast and your Instagram to, you know, just get all the knowledge um and then to also not feel crazy but um you just you look so much like her that I'm like oh yeah it's very like, just peaceful, like, peaceful and, peaceful soothing, and like yeah, very I like, like it. soothing so, so funny oh
6: I'm glad I'm glad that we can
1: <laughs> and her sweet anyway. voice is sweet I know
0: so I I are you allowed to share some of like your past at all or no like yeah, why yeah. like how you um got into speaking out and and doing what you do
6: yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: since, give yeah, it to since, us, girl. Yeah,
6: anonymously. So, yeah, I was I was married for thirteen years. Okay. And it was, you know, a lot a lot of women who listen to our podcast and find us on social media have similar stories. So I was married. There was um there was infidelity, there was pornography, there was a lot of that um just betrayal, and I thought it was sex addiction. So I did. A, I went the sex addiction route that a lot of us go on. You know. We went to CSATs, which are Certified Sexual Addiction Therapists, Yep, did that too. Um, and that model uh, does the opposite of the BTR model. We follow the trauma model, which is, this is abuse. Mm. <laughs> so if this is happening to you, you are a trauma victim, and there's a perpetrator and a victim in that model versus the sex addiction model, which says, you know, you need couples therapy, there's communication issues. He is, the, you know, the perpetrator, the one who is cheating or the one who is lying or as Dr. Omar Manwala calls it has a secret sexual basement. This person is a victim. And so they need to almost like they're sick. And so it's like it's almost like your husband is a cancer victim and it's your job to make life comfortable for him and mm-hmm. to coddle him, mm-hmm. to give him more sex and to be more attractive so that he's not tempted to deviate. And this can seem this can be very difficult for women in faith communities. You know, we have a lot of women in the BTR community who are, you know, either extremely indoctrinated into their religious beliefs or they're married to pastors or other forms of clergy, that's like a terrible hole to dig yourself out of. So in my in my experience, eventually going down this rabbit hole of sex addiction, trying so hard to make myself exactly what I thought I needed to be, I, um, I eventually started to identify emotional abuse, patterns of emotional abuse. And, um, the more I tried to explain that to our therapist, the more crazy I felt, the more gas, my therapist began gaslighting me, telling me that I was, you know, finding fault, that I was, um, not meeting my husband's needs. And that's when I started Googling my symptoms, you know, and I think Mm -hmm. that that's a huge indicator. When you start Googling your symptoms, Googling what other people are doing in your relationship, that's a big sign that something is really wrong. And that's when I started to find BTR, um, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, what the heck is betrayal trauma? I'd never heard that phrase before in my life." And um, I started listening to the podcast. I actually don't do the podcast. Anne mm-hmm. does. Yeah. She's a separate. Who Anne was team. also
0: on Wind Down um, a few weeks ago, and she was amazing. So if you haven't heard that episode, definitely go back to listen to that one.
6: Yeah, and using you know using the BTR podcast as well as other resources, I'm an avid reader. And I, I started reading other books that were super helpful. They're on our website as well, btr.org/books. We curate these books and make sure that there's nothing in. Because I mean, there's so many books out there about betrayal trauma, infidelity, the you know domestic abuse, covert abuse, and there's a lot of victim blaming language in these books. You'll read them, you'll get a couple chapters in, you're like, oh my gosh, this explains my story, and then all of a sudden it's like, and you're codependent, and you're like. I just want something that'll help me. But so, so we read these books, we make sure that there's nothing in there that's going to hurt you. And then we put it on our list. So anyway, I started reading and learning, working with BTR coaches and finally figuring out that there wasn't just, not just to downplay it, but there wasn't just sex, you know, sexual deviation and sexual acting out in my marriage There was also emotional abuse, psychological abuse, sexual abuse, and coercion. And there was even physical abuse that I had not been able to see when I was in the marriage. Mm -hmm. And so for me, in my life, one of the most difficult things I've ever had to do was look that in the eyes and be like, I am a victim of domestic abuse. I mean, the shame that you feel when you recognize that, the fear of knowing I'm going to have to do something about this. You know, I have children as well that I share with my ex-husband, so you know, navigating that, realizing I'm going to have to face the family court system, it was overwhelming. But um, I was able to use BTR resources. I was able to use. We really love Tina Swithin from One Mom's Battle. She's also on Instagram. Uh, use, using those resources, there was there were a lot of other, um, I don't know, just powerful moments for myself of just regaining my sense of self that helped me to kind of get through to the other end. And then I've I've always been just by. Tr- I'm a writer. I've been writing. For a while, just for different organizations. And so I kind of like made my way into BTR by continuously commenting on their different articles, just different things I thought that they should tweak or make better. And eventually Ann reached out to me and said, Look, do you just want to write for us? Because <laughs> <laughs> you keep telling us we should do things better. And I was like, uh sure. So that's kind of how I how I started with BTR.
0: That's awesome. And and how are you now like with your do you still kind of go? Because I feel like And which is why I reached out to you because I was sending her some screenshots um, of of me and my ex. And I was like, I feel crazy. Like, and I'm like, and I'm like, does this like, I'm like, I'm struggling. And I'm just like, I need to like reach out to someone because I'm like, I, this is so hard. And it's, and I go back and like this, like, it's this, it's this awful cycle, you know, but I also realized that I, one of my issues, but, but, and almost because I have to, because the co-parenting is like, I engage. And like, that's like my biggest issue is that like, I have to stop engaging,
6: It's so difficult. I think that, and that's the nature of this kind of really covert abuse is that it makes you question reality Mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, you're always wondering, am I actually crazy? Am I the crazy one? Am I starting this? Am I the abuser? And and I just want to say, you know, the fact that you're questioning that, the fact that you care about that indicates that it's not you. Mm -hmm. Abusers don't care about how their behavior affects other people only to the extent of how that's going to affect their image. Mm -hmm. So they might be like, oh my gosh, I freaked out, you know, they might drop their guard for a second and have a complete freak out, yell at everybody, you know. And then they're like, they will self-reflect. Like, oh my gosh, I just showed them that I'm a psycho. Now, this person's gonna think I'm crazy. This, it might affect my income in some way, you know, s- something like that, but not, I hurt my family. I hurt my ex wife. I hurt her heart by scaring her. They don't do that, but we do. Mm-hmm. You know, we care about how it hurts other people's feelings. So just keep going back to that, keep going back to intent. You might do things that are not in your character, you might do things that are not who you are. And you might go back and be like, oh, my gosh, it's me. I'm crazy. It's not, though. It's mm-hmm. not. You're reacting irrationally, abnormally to an abnormal situation, which is healthy. That's
0: correct. You know what's so interesting about what you just said, too? Because I'm like, you know, at one point he was like, well, I've, I've <laughs> that one day I came over and was empathetic. And I'm like, that was the the morning after we had that big incident in the house. Which mm-hmm. I can't share, but like where he kind of went crazy, mm-hmm. and that was that afternoon where he was like, "I'm sorry," and it's like because they want to because he worried about his image, his image, yeah, yeah. Sure. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like that just like totally clicked when you said that. He said that one morning <laughs> I <It> was pathetic. <laughs> "I mean, I know, I know there's that too." Um, what? How do you deal though with you know co-parenting with someone that has, um, well, that it, that kid is narcissistic and has hurt and has no empathy.
6: That's, it's really hard to navigate. I think that, there, I mean, there's a few key things. So number one, you're going to want to remember that um, it's important that you operate. Remembering the legal system does not favor victims. So unfortunately, you kind of have to play their game. And, um, and so it would be ideal. It would be amazing if you just never had to see them again drop off, pick up, not speak to them. Mm-hmm. But you are going to have to communicate with them. So one of the things that we advocate at BTR is that you just have one mode of communication. So there's a lot of apps that help you with this, things like Talking Parents, <clears throat> Our Family Wizard. Mm-hmm. I think Gwyneth Paltrow made one called FAIR, F-A-Y-R. Um, and these apps are cool because they're the uh, communication you have with, you, with your ex is court admissible. Mm-hmm. And so everything that you communicate between yourself and your ex can be used in court. So you want to make sure that as you're talking to your ex through these, that you're not doing anything that you wouldn't want a judge to read. Mm -hmm. And the the cool thing about that is that you can really kind of, you can take a pause, you can take a minute and think, and you can be like, all right, I want to be strategic about this. I want to make sure that what I'm writing here reflects not my traumatized, overwhelmed, really triggered self. Because he might say something like, I want to buy Mary, our daughter, a purple backpack. And to a judge, this makes him look like a great dad, but you have some kind of backstory where there's something really triggering about purple backpacks, you know, and he knows that and he knows it's going to send you in a spiral. But instead of being like, you psycho, I hate you so much. Why would you bring up a purple backpack? I hate you. You're breaking my heart. You know, instead of doing that, you can be like, wonderful. Thanks, Todd. You're the best and send it. And then you call your best friend and you freak out and you don't you <laughs> get of the same outfit for four days and you know, you deal with yeah. you deal with your trauma, right? But you have shown the court system and your ex that he doesn't have the same kind of power over you he once had. And because the court system is looking, you know, in in the event that you end up going back to court, which which unfortunately does happen quite a bit in these situations because mm-hmm. they're constantly they like it, you know, they like the conflict. In the event that that happens, the courts are looking for two high conflict individuals. They want the back, they they don't want it, but they're expecting this back and forth, two really immature people that just hate each other. And that's Mm -hmm. what they're expecting. Your job is to show, I'm not part of this dynamic. He's Mm -hmm. a psycho. I'm not part of this dynamic. And you don't show them that by constantly trying to expose him. You just show it by being yourself, Mm -hmm. by being your authentic, warm, stable self. Give him enough rope, he's going to hang himself. Mm-hmm. And you can really show that through your communication with him.
0: You know what I think? I was, um, we, we're we just like not good right now. And it, it's frustrating because, you know, my friends have seen me try to have mm-hmm. a good co-parenting situation. And I think words that have been spoken, I'm like, as much as I dislike you on many levels, I'm like, I would never say that to my to anybody. And it's like, it's like they, I'm like the words that you're saying right now are so incredibly hurtful that I'm like, I don't understand. And, but then I, I, you know, I've c- cried to my friends, my therapist, and I'm like, I don't. And then they're like, why do you care if someone has been so narcissistic and, and, you know, cheating? She's like, why do you care? And I'm like, I And like, I don't know if it's the, it's, it's, if it's the abuse piece or if I'm like, but he, every time I mention abuse, like, he's like, he laughs at me about it. And then that makes me then feel even more crazy because I'm like, but it was like whether it was all the above, like it was still a form of and then he's like, well, y- you know, you said things to me, too, where you did this. And so then I'm like, oh, OK, well, maybe then I did deserve that because of X, Y and Z. So then it's just yeah, like mean, this it, constant like and then I'm like, well, and then I want like the the abuser to like me. And I'm like, why do why am I trying to get his approval and his—he's never liked me. He's never cared about me. He or he wouldn't mm-hmm. have done X, Y, and Z. So I'm like, and my—I'm like, I don't—I don't have the answer. Like, I feel like I'm just stuck in that area. Like, why do I care, and, or want his approval? Maybe because I never got it, or maybe because I'm like, hello, I play like, please, like I'm deserving of it. Like, why have you never loved me the way that like? So I don't know. Like, do you have any insight? Because I've I literally, like, yeah. therapists are like, ah, hands up. Well, well-
6: A a lot of what you're asking has to do with how he thinks. And it's really important. Patricia Evans talks about this in her book, The Verbally Abusive Relationship. Understand that you are operating in one reality. He's operating in a completely different reality. In your reality, when you've harmed somebody, you want to know. For example, if you harm your best friend and she's like, hey, look, you hurt me. You want to be like, hey, what did I do? Mm -hmm. Tell me how it felt. Tell Mm -hmm. me what happened. Because you want to fully apologize for that. You want to clear all that out. And then I guarantee you, a week from then, you'd be like, "Hey, are, are you feeling still hurt? Mm-hmm. Can you talk to me about it?" So she'd be like, "Oh my gosh, Jenna, drop it. It's fine." You'd be like, "Okay." And then, you know, two months down the road, you'd be like, "Okay, but are you? Do you really forgive me? Because you care. Mm-hmm. Because that's how. That's the reality that healthy, normal people live in. Okay. Mm-hmm. You because you live in that reality. Because we are in this reality, we can study and we can learn and we can get PhDs on how these how abusive people think. We cannot think that way, though. Our brains cannot go there." And so your brain is trying so hard to wrap itself around the fact that he just doesn't care, but you can't, you can't understand it. And so to you, it's like, look, if i done what you did, I would want to apologize. Mm -hmm. I would want to give you closure. I would want to, you know, shake hands and walk away. I mean, you birthed his children. You guys were together for a long time. Well, And he 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 has like,
0: and he said, like, I've apologized a million times. I'm done apologizing. But I was like, but you haven't apologized and you haven't owned the word that you were abusive. Mm-hmm. And that's that. the piece that I miss. I need to. I need to hear you say not because of X, Y, and Z, or like I just need you to say I'm sorry that I was abusive. Whether mentally, like all you know, just uh, all of it, just like I just need you to. Uh, for some reason, it's like because now that I have done the research, I'm like, wow, that was mentally abusive, or that was emotionally, or that was financially abusive, or you know. And it's like he just will not take ownership of that, and it's like I have a hard time. Um, I, I just have a hard because then I just feel like crazy for for wanting that, I guess. And it's not
6: enough that everybody else affirms it and tells you and books and therapists and everyone else. You want it from the perpetrator Mm -hmm. because that's what normal people do. Mm -hmm. That's what healthy people do. And I think that, um, you know, it's going to take some acceptance just to realize you're never going to get it from him. He will never validate that. He will never give you that kind of closure. That kind of closure is going to have to come from you accepting reality for what it is. And when you've been gaslit for so long and betrayed for – I mean, betrayal itself takes a huge toll because your whole reality changes. You thought things were one way when there was a completely different reality happening behind the scenes. That changes things,
0: you know? And And so as you (laughs) – And then they blame you for that. Well, if you didn't do this or if you didn't like, like he was always like, well, if you were, you know, if you didn't say this, like I would have been nicer to you. And I'm like, what? Like, it's just like, and then I'm like, oh, then I stay because I'm like, okay, you're right. That was my fault. You know, or it's so, it's hard for you because, you know, you have things blocked and you can't see certain things or, you know, it's, I don't want you going out at 3 a.m. to a bar or whatever. Like that's, yeah, you're right. That's my fault. I'm sorry.
6: Yeah, no, that's gaslighting. I mean, gaslighting has tremendous horrible consequences on our brains over time, it's going to take you time to heal from that. Just surrounding yourself with people who just constantly are affirming to you that your reality is real, that you see things how they are, that you can trust your intuition. I think as that happens, it's going to be easier for you to let go of the fact that he is denying this, that he won't admit to it. And and it's just going to be enough for you to say, I know. And -hmm. your friends say, Mm -hmm. like, I know, we know that you know. You know, and eventually someday as your children get older, eventually if you want this to be part of their story, they'll say, we know that you know.
5: Mm-hmm. And and
6: mm-hmm. you'll have this group of, of support, of a support system that believes your story and you won't need him to admit it. He was there. He knows. He knows. Okay. They know what they're doing. He, he will never give you the kind of closure that you need, but you don't need it from him because it's inside of you. You just can't feel it yet because he programmed you not to.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you think that the person that he's portraying or, the, the, you know, after that, like, do you think people like that stay the same or do you think they can change? So, like, the, the mm-hmm. perception of who they are today, because, you know, he's out of his shame now. And, you know, he always says, like, uh, that I'm, I'm wanting to keep him in his shame. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, that's the thing. Like, I don't want you in your shame. I just want the apology that I know that I deserve. You know, I,
6: okay. Yeah. There, I mean, there's so much to that. I, I believe, I believe in shame. I believe that when people do shameful things, mm-hmm. they, they should feel ashamed. I feel shame when I do shameful things and it's good because it helps me to realize I'm not operating on a healthy level. Mm-hmm. And I believe the word shame is weaponized by abusive men all the time to try to shift responsibility and accountability onto their partners. Mm-hmm. I hear it happen all the time. Um, your desire for him to affirm the level of hurt that he has caused you and your family is not keeping him in his shame. It's simply you expressing the pain that you're in, and for him to be like, "Oh, I want you to stop this now, so that I don't feel bad for what I've done to you." That in itself sounds very much to me like emotional abuse. So, so there's that.
0: I have a little, a little, a little asterisk to that, but I doesn't he he has a point though, like to. Affirm his side, we are divorced. I'd sh- I should move on. So when he says, move on, we're divorced, get over it. Mm-hmm. Like he has a point. We are. I need to move on. I need to get over it.
6: I, okay, I'm, I'm, you're going, no. You don't need to move on and get over, you and get over anything. You, you deserve, I'm going to change that. And I hope you can ch- change that thought in your mind too. You deserve to be loved and to heal rather than i need to move on i need to get over it that's him speaking i hear women say things where i'm like that's your abuser talking not you that's his voice in your head not you rather you deserve validation and healing and it's going to come saying you need to get over such a traumatic event it's like it's literally like saying to somebody who was hit by a car who's still asking the person who hit their car and is saying look i need an apology you you or, no? they were let's change this analogy they were driving the car mm-hmm. on purpose they hit a tree with the car fully knowing that there was a passenger in the car mm-hmm. okay and then you know you get divorced you move on years later you're like hey when you rammed our car into that tree it scared me it hurt me it it, it made me have a really hard time getting in cars with men okay I would like an apology he says get over it it was years ago
5: we're mm. divorced
6: now um, yeah. So you can see a couple issues there. He was a psycho to drive that into a tree. Maybe don't talk to him because he's crazy. Right. But it makes sense that you want that apology from him. He should be giving you he should be doing a lot of things to make restitution for what he did to you. He's not doing them. It makes sense that your brain is like, I want more than what I'm getting, right? Mm-hmm. But what would you say to that passenger? You wouldn't say, get over it. You would say, oh my gosh, what can I do for you? What mm-hmm. do you need to heal? Mm-hmm. So I want you to treat yourself with that same kind of compassion mm-hmm. because you have been through serious trauma and he's treating it like a splinter. When this mm-hmm. is this is an emergency room visit, this is an ICU stay, not, not a splinter with a, with a little Band-Aid,
0: mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So yeah, 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 no, I know. It's just when you hear those things, I'm like, oh, like all the seven years of the gaslighting and the manipulation and making me feel crazy, it just is still here today. And it's just like, I, it's, it's just, it's taken a lot more time than I, but it's also I've, I've discovered so many more things too, about what it really was. And like, oh, wow. Like I, I wasn't crazy, but there's still times where I still believe that like, I am crazy. Because of all the things that were said to me, you know, like the proof right in front. Of, I mean, yeah. Catherine would sit in there when I would be like, "Tell me your secret email account." I don't have one. And me and Catherine like, just read through all of it, you know, and and it's like just it's like even those memories come, and I'm like, "Oh, but maybe he really didn't have one." But <laughs> like we had the proof right there, you know, like uh-huh. and it's like it's just have my friends witness too, just to be like slapping me. It's like, hello, you know, like wake up. And I think too,
1: I think we understand why you care. You know, if we ever say the words, why do you care? I think we all understand why you care and why you need to be validated and why you need that apology. I think it's more what she said earlier that we know you're never going to get it. He is Mm -hmm. never going to validate that for you. So it's us praying for you to get to a place where you can do that to yourself, where you can give yourself the closure, Mm -hmm. not him, because we all can see it because we haven't been abused by him. You know, you still can't fully, I mean, fully you, see it.
0: But you have, though. He lied to well, you true. just as much as he lied to everybody listening to the podcast, just yeah. as much as he lied to, you know, people on Mike Mondays. He you didn't know?
1: retrain my brain. He you, didn't didn't b- re- you didn't believe him? Uh, no, not really. If I'm being honest, no, no. not really. mm mm-hmm. Um, I mean, sure, there were times and little things that mm-hmm. I wanted to believe that, but our brain was not abused like yours. You know, we were not treated that fully so we can see that you aren't going to get what you want. Mm-hmm. You still want it. I see it in the text between y'all now. Mm-hmm. You still want it. You still expect it. You still have this hope for it that you're not going I to get I don't want to
0: be, you know what my thing is? I'm like, and yes, I want people to like me. That's, it's a bad quality to have. I want everyone to like me and I want 100% approval rate, I mean, right, which I know I'll never get. But like the person that has hurt me the worst, I don't know how he could hate me. That's the part that baffles me. That's yeah, the know. part that hurts so bad. I'm like, how can you hate me when you destroyed everything? I but yet you he blame me. You. I hate
1: oh he I don't think in he quote hates unquote you. he loathes me. No, I don't think he hates you, he hates himself, but he can't admit that. I do not for I do not believe that he actually Hates you and fully blames you. I don't believe it. I think he knows, but he's never going to admit it. That's
0: my opinion. But I mean, I I I don't know. But in but my my it, brain, it, he knows it triggers you. Well, yeah, and I'm I and just baffles me. I it's just like don't understand backpack. how someone can hate. I, I like I gave a million chances. I tried as hard as I could, and it was like, but yet I was I was controlling and I was this, and it's like, well, yeah, I I did. I was controlling at times for sure. Own it because I was terrified that like you were going to cheat again and five million times later you did again you know <laughs> yeah. like but I'm like how do you how do you how does that person hate me like that's the part that just doesn't make sense to me and it doesn't
6: and it won't make sense because you're in you're in reality one and huh. he's in reality two it cannot make sense and and it's almost at some point you're going to be grateful for this because you're going to realize you're healthy and he's not healthy
0: but maybe people. but he's he seems so healthy right now that's the thing like seems he seems healthy. so like yeah I mean he's do you know he's <laughs> he's going to men's like all these things and I'm just like man like okay but even y'all's communication with each other as
1: divorced people is not
0: healthy yeah no it's has bad
1: so and I and I I, I want to point that out you saying that he seems healthy he to me couldn't be further from the truth I but maybe it's because be he hates
0: me that much. I'm like maybe he'd like truly just and then I get
1: so upset. I think that if he's healthy and he hated you that much, he could still be respectful. I mean,
0: I do. That's As, what I'm
1: saying. Well, yeah. I mean, I
0: do call him a narcissist, but that's not very oh, nice, yeah. but truth. <laughs> Jane's, <laughs> Jane's they like They will okay.
1: always
6: hate they will they will always hate people or or you know, prop- honestly like I'm not jury's out on what kinds of emotions these kinds of people actually feel Mm -hmm. hatred to you means something different to him love to you means something completely different to him to this kind to an abusive person love is what can I get from you? Mm -hmm. What what do you give to me to boost my image, you know, to make me more financially comfortable? You know, how can I use you? That's love. So then Mm -hmm. what would hate be? You're not giving me anything anymore. Mm -hmm. You're not giving me what you used to give me. I have no use for you. You're hurting my image. So yeah, he hates you. You're hurting his image by telling the truth. You're being a whistleblower. You're telling. You're bringing awareness to narcissistic abuse. Yeah, he hates you. Okay, you're telling the good. You're doing a noble, good thing here. And you know, I mean, what what you're asking every every single ex wife or ex partner of an abuser asks: us, Why did Why did he hate you in the first place? Because abuse is not love. Abuse is hatred. Abuse mm-hmm. and betrayal. Why would he have done any of those things? You know, and you can. Some therapists, you know, sexual addiction therapists will be like, Oh, unfulfilled needs, blah, blah, blah. It was abuse. And abuse comes down to power and control. That did not change once you got divorced. It's still about power and control. He was trying to exert power and control when you were married. And now that you're divorced, same thing. As the, his access to you, so through texting or emails or however you're communicating, he's going to continue to try to be the center of your universe. And he's going to continue to try to control you through that, control your emotions, control your time you know, control your health. If you're not sleeping very well, he he knows and he likes it. He likes knowing how much he's affecting your life. He enjoys it. Okay. And I can tell you that just because they're all the same, you know, they all kind of operate the same way.
0: It's spring break time. And I know I can't wait for the week off from school and the kids busy schedules. I think actually we're going to have a chill spring break, but we're going to be outside lots. And if you're hitting the beach though, retreating lakeside or lounging at the pool, then get everything you need for your vacation at Macy's. This show is partnering with No CD to raise awareness about relationship OCD. OCD is more than what you see on TV and in the movies. Imagine having unwanted thoughts about your relationship stuck in your head all day, no matter how hard you try to make them go away. That's relationship OCD. It comes with unrelenting, intrusive images, thoughts and urges about your parenting or loved one. Breaking the OCD cycle takes effective treatment. Go to NOCD.com to get evidence-based treatment. That's NOCD.com. What's your advice then for someone dealing with someone who's got a uh, gas, you know, gaslighter, narcissist? Um, is it, it just yeah. no communication or is it just, I mean, like you said, like, okay, thank you. And just, yeah, I mean,
6: you can't, you can't go no contact completely. If you share children, I would say limit your contact to logistics, use something, mm-hmm. use a parenting app, like talking parents or whatever, so that you just have one route of communication and then just talk to them about logistics. When are you picking up the kids? You know, if one of the kids is sick, yeah, she had a fever. She's doing okay, though. So-and-so is getting braces on this day. Let's, you know, John has a birthday on Friday. You can have him in the morning. I'll have him in the afternoon. Just keep it limited to things like that. Only parenting, only logistical issues. He's not the person to process your trauma with. He will not validate it. And if he tries to bring you down that wormhole, you just need to have Some, because, you know, I can tell you this, the moment that you change your energy towards him, the moment that you stop trying to squeeze water out of that rock, he's going to come after you. He's, I, I get, um, you know, he probably listens to your podcast and he probably hates me right now. (laughs) And he's, so he might, he might wait a little while to do this, but I guarantee at some point he's going to say something like, I miss you. I, I don't know why, you know, I, I. Or um, I wish I would like some closure on this. Can we meet and can we talk about it? He eventually, if you stop giving him the supply, the attention that he's used to, and with narcissism, we call the supply. He will try to get it back from you. Um, and, and but you're not going to give it because you're you're going to fill your life up with these other supportive people. And you're going to be able to say, I'm sorry, I'm not interested in going down that road. I only want to communicate with you about our children so we can be the best co-parents we can be. And mm-hmm. then you're just going to leave it there. Yeah. And then and then he's going to go off. And unfortunately, there will be other, you know, other people will have to deal with this abusive person. But but you are going to fill your life with safe people and just move forward.
0: And I, and I will say it's my fault. I mean, he's, you know, I'm the one that keeps being like, hey, you know, I, I really need closure from the, And it's like, I just need to know I won't get it. So I just need to stop because I mean, in his defense, like, yeah, I, you know, he thinks I'm wanting to bring up a shame. I'm not. But I can see like how he may think that that's what I'm trying to do. I just would like to get that full cl- uh, closure. Um, and, you know, uh, that, yeah, I, I will say like, that's definitely my fault that I'm the one that like keeps wanting to like have those conversations. And I'm the one drud- you know, drug, we dr- judging dr- up mm-hmm. the past, yeah. you know, so.
6: Don't blame yourself. Don't blame yourself. Keep, keep that analogy. It seemed like that clicked. You have been in serious traumatic situations with this guy. Okay. Don't, please don't, I hear him in your head. I hear him like, I feel like you have been through so much and you're expecting a lot out of yourself. That is more than you should be expecting. Of course, you want closure. Of course, you want these things. I think that um, working with your therapist, whatever, you know, you know what you need, but I just think a huge dose of compassion. At BTR, that's like one of our biggest platforms is that self-care is really just a ton of compassion for yourself. The things that you're doing that you're like, oh, it's my fault. This doesn't make sense it makes sense. You are a victim of abuse, you know? And when you look at other abusive women or you think about other abusive women, I know that we're all like, Oh my gosh, that poor woman. I can't believe she went through that. That's you. So see yourself that way,
0: you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and it's, it's something's interesting that came up there today because um, he used to always say that I, and I, and I will admit to this too. I had always had a really hard time apologizing, but when I did apologize, I would really mean it. You know, like if there was something um, you know, that, that I did um, that upset him, but I feel like, cause I have, you know, I'm now in a new relationship, but I feel like because of my past, I'm constantly having to be like, I'm sorry, that's my past triggers. And that's like, this just came up for me. It has nothing to do with you and you've been amazing. But like, this is like what, what I feel and I'm sorry. And it's like, I just, I, I I've realized how much baggage I have in my new relationship that it's actually like, this, this part makes me sad. Like, I feel it's like so unfair to like him, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause it's I'm like, that's yeah. not fair. Like that, like my, like my sh- is now like all over his side, you know?
6: Yeah. 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 Ha- choosing like a partner post trauma is a really interesting thing because you're going to need to, you know, find someone if- or let someone find you who is extremely compassionate. It's mm-hmm. a gift to be with a trauma victim. Trauma victims are some of the most compassionate, loving, sensitive, affectionate people on the planet. And why? Because we know what it's like to be so desperately lonely in a relationship. Mm -hmm. We have a ton of love to give. We are, we're honest to a fault because we've been accused of being liars. You know, we're so self reflective. And so we require incredible partners. So make sure that whoever you decide to be with, Understands, you know, rather than being like, oh, my gosh, I'm so grateful that anybody wants to be with me because I'm so pathetic, you know, and I'm, and I'm so easily triggered. That was like a, you know, yeah, shift,
0: that was early on. Know, shift
6: the mindset to understanding being with you is a huge privilege. And I hope all trauma victims who are hearing this understand that. We have gone through the ringer and we have come out wounded, yes, but as incredible partners. And so anybody who's with us does have to be, you know, very trauma sensitive, very understanding and um, and very willing to work through difficult moments with us. But it's very rewarding to be the partner of a trauma victim. So Mm -hmm. he's very lucky to be with you. It is going to be a hard time, a hard period of time to work through. But, um, you know, there are books he can read. He can get a therapist. He can listen to podcasts. He can be there for you through this. And that's, that is what is going to be required for the relationship to work.
0: Mm-hmm. Jane, thank you so much for <laughs> just coming on. And I appreciate you. And I'm sorry that I, you know, DM'd you the other day being like, oh, don't say sorry. <laughs> no, say
6: sorry. no, no, no. We get messages a lot like that. And I just, and I feel like I just wish I could tell everybody, every single person who messages us, who comes to our website, you're not crazy. You're mm-hmm. not crazy. Mm -hmm. you're not nobody (laughs) we're not crazy jane where can
0: where can everybody um find um the betrayal trauma recovery um it's on instagram we're on
6: instagram we're on tiktok our our handle on tiktok is btr.org um you can find us on apple podcasts just the betrayal trauma recovery podcast and then our website is btr.org
0: Jane, you're the best. Thank you. And I will be DMing you again probably very soon. <laughs> Please do. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Bye, bye, bye girl.
6: Bye.
0: I love her. Adore her. I know. I, I watch her all the time. I just love her videos.
1: I feel like she's a good one for you. Yeah. Like, I feel like you, like, really kind of heard her.
0: Yeah. I, I love, I but I every day I, like, listen to her, I go on her um, Instagram and I'm like, yes, yes. And then I like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, but <laughs> she's okay. That's okay. We're giving,
1: we're, no. we're having compassion for that.
0: Oh yeah. She's she really great. It. But, um, well, hopefully that helps uh, a lot of people, you know, I, it's so hard, like, cause I'm kind of in that spot where, you know, I want to be happy, but then there's also things that like going through, but it's, sure. it's been really nice because so many people I think are you know some of the stuff that i've been putting out there about um narcissists or gas you know gaslighting the phrases and people are like oh my god i never realized that now i'm yeah. they're like thank you for you know talking about it so at least i feel like i'm like okay you're definitely helping, helping people for sure which makes me feel better i don't
1: think people really fully understand gaslighting and what is considered all forms of abuse and narcissism you know so
0: it's helpful. You know, one of the things too, I, one of the gaslighting phrases, I was like, oh shoot, I used to say that. I'd be like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Mm-hmm. That's actually technically gaslighting. I could see that. You're supposed to say like, I'm sorry. Because uh, it's not I'm really not... taking
1: ownership of what you did. It's saying how you yeah. perceived the yeah. situation. And I, I
0: wrote it down or I actually saw it the other day because I was like, oh crap, it's he, more about yeah. what? I was going
1: to say, he's, he used to say that. Mm-hmm. I, re- I remember that vividly.
0: That's where I thought I think I got <laughs> it from. <laughs> I'm sorry you
1: feel that way. I'm sorry
0: you feel that way. <laughs> uh, but no, it should be I'm sorry um, that you're feeling this way. I have to look at it. It was. It was. I'm sorry for what I did. I, no, you say <laughs> I'm. I'm but then also, um, it's like I admit that that is hurtful. Oh, and okay. yeah. And th- what I loved in it too is the correction. Like how what can I do so that it doesn't affect you that way. Mm-hmm. You know, is there anything that I can do to help? Right. And I love that, right? Like asking someone, like because you don't sometimes, like you don't mean to hurt the person, sure. Like I wouldn't know that if I. I oh my god, Catherine, no idea that I hurt right. you that way. I'm so sorry. What Absolutely. can I do instead of saying I'm sorry, feel it, like what can I do so that I, that doesn't happen? Again? Right? Yeah, no, for sure. Is there anything that <laughs> I need to say sorry for? <laughs> <laughs> hmm, I'm no. sorry you feel that way. No, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that way. All right, guys. Talk to you next week. Discover the rich, smooth taste of matcha love made with real Japanese matcha, perfect for hot or cold brewing. Matcha is rich in vitamin C, catechins, EG, CGs, and L-thionine. Enjoy a delicious matcha latte or smoothie with this convenient green tea powder made from Japan's treasured matcha, finely milled from high-quality green tea leaves. Get 25% off all matcha love products on Etoin using code JANA. That's code J-A-N-A at I-T-O-E-N dot com. Available on Amazon and Etoin dot com. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plans starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included offer valid through four fourteen twenty four 24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a straight-talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto-pay discount.
4: Does money stress you out?
2: Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease.
4: FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do. Enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Visit facet.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by Facet.
3: Facet Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current Facet members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome.